Friday. It's Friday. I don't know where I'm going with it, but it is Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, you crazy beer fans. I hope you're well. I hope you're enjoying your week. And most importantly, I hope you're jacked for the weekend. Hope you have some good beer on deck. And it's just it's just a glorious weekend here upon us in Southern Southern California. The sun's out. I think we're gonna see the high seven high to mid 70s. So thankful for the great weather back. It is Brian, 2-3 Brews, for another episode of 2-3 Talks. And we got a fun one here. We got one that, that, that hits quite a bit of a, a decent area of distribution. So I'm excited to see what y'all think. And most importantly, I hope it's something you guys get some value from. So sit back, enjoy, and cheers. If we're being honest, which is something we do here on the two, three talks, we are in the trust tree and that's what we do. We spend time in the trust tree. We don't sugarcoat. Well, I might sugarcoat some things, but I'm kind of surprised that we've been this far into the podcast. Not that we've done millions of them, but I mean, I think I've done like six or seven beers now. And this would be the first modern times edition. Well, I guess we had the collab. So, uh, you know, the first official real modern times solo job. This is going to be a fun one because for those of you that follow me, you know, I have this weird, sick obsession with the things that modern times does. Um, Not that they always have uh, outstanding next level beer, but just the distro, their little, you know, monthly releases. Now it's, you know, the bite, the the bi-monthly releases and all that. So, you know, without further ado, I'll stop beating around the bush and we've got Dream Speaker. Simple IPA here, a little New England style IPA, 7.2% ABV. Um, we don't get a the IBUs, which is a, a little different for me. I'm used to seeing those on their cans. Um, 4.03 is what this sucker clocks in on the untapped. Uh, just shy of 2,000 reviews or 2,000 ratings. And the hops they use are Citra, and I just butcher this next one always, Motueka and Cascade Hops. And they use the two, you know, this to me is, you know, gibberish at this point, but two row white wheat malt flaked oats and then the Carafoam. I'm not gonna lie, I have no idea what the hell Carafoam does, but it's in there. So I feel like it's important to say it. So we've spent a lot of time kind of shooting the breeze here. So I'm gonna dive right into it and just lay it all out there. We talked about this in our last review with the Firestone uh, Luponic Distortion, and I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna remove everything from this beer, and when I say I remove everything, I'm gonna, you know, the price doesn't matter, the accessibility doesn't matter, none of that matters. All that matters is the liquid in my glass. That's the only thing that matters. But I will say, and I I think it's important, I said it was very important on the last one, that uh, for lack of a better phrase, the cost does play a key role in this, and we'll, we'll, we'll kinda, circle back to that at the end. So first thing I notice when I consume this beer is I I don't want to say that I was slightly disappointed, but the first thing I get really is this really fruity overtone almost. And I don't necessarily want to call it passion fruit. I'm not sure if that's the right phrasing, Um, but it's really fruity 
maybe Melanie, I'm going to take a sip because I'm almost forgetting now that I shot the breeze for a few minutes. Yeah, it's just, it's like this really super fruit-esque, maybe some sweet citra in there, citrus in there, I'm sorry. Um, but what really is the most noticeable thing for me that I, I don't want to say that I can't get past, but it's one thing that just weighs on me is it's really thin, noticeably thin for me. It's a noticeably thin mouthfeel, and I don't mean like it's lacking the carbon. I mean, it's just thin. It's almost, you know, a slap in the face to me. I'm not a brewer, and I don't own a brewery, nor do I aspire to, and I don't brew beer, but I want to say it's almost like watered down, and I know it's not. Okay, let's just be clear. I know it's not watered down, but that's kind of the thinness that I get. It's just, I feel like you could literally stone-cold Steve Austin this sucker and if you guys don't know who he is, you might as well just stop listening or, and, and, and maybe not stop listening altogether because I think I got some good stuff, but I'm talking, stop listening, go to the YouTube and enjoy that. I seriously think you could guzzle this like Stone Cold Steve Austin would in the ring. Just saying, not, I'm not comparing it to a Coors or I think that's what he drank, Coors? I don't know if it was, maybe Bud Light, but I, but that's the most noticeable thing. Now the nose is very enticing. The nose has this melony tropical with this little fruity, kind of like toucan Samish type of deal going on with it. And it's it's really enjoyable. And and I and I do think it's something I would have, you know, I bought a pair of these. Um I, I would I would say I've I've happily drank both of them. Yeah, look, this is a good beer that you're going to you're going to give it to your flavor processor. It's not going to be disappointed. The taste buds will probably give you the thumbs up. They're not going next level and giving you a fist bump. They're definitely not blowing up the fist bump. But look, I think it's a worthy offering from your wallet and a worthy offering just from your taste buds. Now, I think what gets tough is separating all that that mumbo jumbo like I talked about. The mumbo jumbo and what I mean is the cost, the accessibility. Look, if I put this next to Monkish, uh, I don't know, Bottle Logic, Green Cheek, and I got five in a row, I, I don't see me clocking this one in the top two or three. It's respectable. It'll stand its own. It'll it'll give a few a few haymakers, maybe not haymakers, but a couple jabs. You know, it'll stand its own in the ring, but it's not going to be something that's really going to blow anyone away. It's a good, good offering that just, you know, you know, truthfully, if you stack this up against modern times, February and March releases that you have to go online and purchase, it doesn't stand a chance. And that's, that's okay because every beer has its own little scenario. So let's go back to what Dream Speaker is on the untapped. Just under 2000 ratings. 1949 to be exact for those those number nerds out there. It'll change by the time you, you get this. 4.03. I can't even get close to that. Not even not even a little bit. A 4.03 is something you're you're doubling down on. You're absolutely buying a four pack. You're telling a, you're telling all your haze bros about it. And and it's and it's something you're gonna consume happily over and over and over again. They're gonna release it again and you're gonna go get it again. That's what that is. This is that beer, this beer is not that. Respectable, good offering, but it's not that. 
Dream Speaker is going to clock in for the 238, 3.6. 3.6. Very respectable, very, very good offering. Um, a beer that no one's going to be, uh, I think, super disappointed. And I'd be really surprised if you bought this and you're like, holy cow, one of the worst beers I've ever had. As I'm saying that, I'm flipping through the untapped and I'm not seeing any that really jump out. I mean, a goodness, a lot of four, four, a five. I don't know how this is the best beer you've ever had. A five is hands down the best beer you've ever had. I'm sorry, no, no shot even. But, but here's what I want to be very clear on. When you stack it up against every beer that you have, taking out the cost and the accessibility and, and, the, and all of that, it's a very respectable beer. It's very average. And that doesn't mean it's bad. By no means does that mean that's bad. But what I will say, I think you can get this thing for less than 12 bucks a four-pack. I don't think anyone's going to be disappointed with that. I mean, I know I wouldn't have been if I would have bought a four-pack. Like I said, I brought, I bought a pair, a local bottle shop, Mr. K's Liquor, shout out. Um, if you're in Orange County and you're not buying your beer there, you're missing out. They're the best. Not even getting paid for that. They're the best. Um... But I think you can pick, I don't know if Trader Joe's gets these and you can get solos or you don't have local bottle shops that'll sell you solos or a pair or whatever, however you want to do it. You know, I think for the, for the cost, this is absolutely something you have to, you have to buy, take home and try. That's my opinion. So if you're on the fence, if you haven't, if you haven't snagged dream speaker from modern times in San Diego, modern times beer in San Diego, California, you got to do it. It's, it's a worthy offering, you know, again, 3.6 for me, um, 4.08 4.08 on untapped. But again, I want to be clear, the cost, the, the accessibility, everything weighing in, you know, you have to, you, I think you have to try it if you come across it. If you can buy one, you can buy a pair. Um, if you have to buy a four pack, you know, look, it's not breaking the bank. I think it's something that you just, you just have to kind of go for. So again, let's just hit it all one more time. We'll wrap this puppy up and we'll get you guys on your way. So that's Dream Speaker, a New England style IPA from Modern Times Beer. ABV, no clue what the IBUs are, 4.08 on untapped, 3.6 for the 2.3. Cheers.